You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago here on WNDZ. I'll get the number out. <laughs> WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holyam Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, Holyam Cathedral. How are you doing today, Mark? Very good, very good. A great way to start the week. Exactly. Great way to start. We have a tremendous program lined up here today on Catholic Chicago. No Catholic Schools Today. Queen of the Rosary School builds a community. The faculty and staff of Queen of the Rosary are committed to making the 2022-2023 academic school year very memorable. The school continues to build their community with various activities. Most families attended a Meet the Teacher night back in August. Their popular parents' volleyball night was competitive. Teachers and staff attended trainings and enjoyed a retreat. This week, students from Queen of the Rosary have completed their first month of learning. Our guest for this program today, Kathy McGinn, principal of Queen of the Rosary in Elk Grove Village, and Rolando R.J. Gomez, parent and school board president. Kathy and R.J., welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. Very well, thank you. Kathy, you've been principal for how long? Um, I believe that this is my 12th year. Oh, 12th year. Are wonderful. you from Chicago originally? I am from Chicago. I actually attended um, Our Lady of the Wayside Grammar School. In Arlington, Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're in your neck of the woods there, Northwest Side. Yes. Where'd you yes. go to high school? I went to high school at Rowley Meadows mm-hmm. High School. And then I went to Benedictine College in Atchison, Kansas. Oh. Now, how did you choose... Benedictine College in Atchison. It's a. It, I knew of the school and I had some connections there. It's very small at the time and very family oriented. And RJ, are you from Chicago originally? Um, I am actually. Um, I've been a resident of Elk Grove Village since 1980, so I spent my formative years in Elk Grove, and I was a religious education student um, at Queen of the Rosary. Oh, wow. Um, went to public high school, but both my kids, um, my daughter graduated in 2020 from Queen of the Rosary, and my son is an eighth grader this year. So, so you've spent 42 years in the Elk Grove Village community area. Yes. Now, That's- you're a brave man to take on. You're head, of the, <laughs> you're head of the school board, correct? I am, yes. Yeah. That, now, just from growing up with our kids in Catholic school, those aren't always easy meetings you know how, how, why did you say yes to that responsibility did you lose a bet yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think it was a time um uh 
kind of perfect timing when things happened. You know, there was some changeover, some opportunities for, for people to come in and kind of, you know, when you're motivated to try to get, get things accomplished and, and you have a few people in your corner, um, it was pretty easy to take that step. So Now, RJ, I have a question for you. You have been in the Elk Grove Village area for 42 years, starting with your formative years. What changes have you seen over the 40 years in the neighborhood, in the community? Um, well, aside from the growth of the, of the, the, the neighborhood, um, like where the current jewel is, was a cornfield back when I was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that it's a much more diverse area. Um, I would say what there is more of is opportunities. There's more opportunities for um, our residents, our youth to do different things and kind of um, branch out into much, much, much more than what it used to be. For instance, just an example, um, our number of sporting activities offered in our local park district is multiplied, but the number of kids doing a a certain sport has reduced. So you're taking those those opportunities and making them, giving them more to do. However, those activities are less populated, if that makes any sense. It's it's a great example. Now, Kathy, you've seen many changes over 12 years at Queen of the Rosary. What's kept you there? I would say um, the families, the sense of community, the staff that we have, all very committed to Catholic education, always trying to, you know, we are very small. It's a small school. We try to provide the best that we can. The teachers work very hard trying to integrate new ideas. You know, RJ has been wonderful and instrumental in getting a lot of things for the school. Also being able to um, just have that family sense of feeling. We have on staff two of our former, two of my former students, because I did teach here this for 10 years before becoming principal, two of my um, students are now teachers here. So they came back and then we have many, many second generation families. So you actually started on the faculty back in 2000? Yes. 10 years Actually, 1999. 1999. I did. I came here. I was, I was at another small school in Streamwood at um, St. John the Evangelist sure. for 20 years. In fact, I was next door to you at uh, Church of the Holy Spirit in Schaumburg. Okay. But I was a newly ordained priest, but way before you started education from 79 to 85. And um, the very fact mm-hmm. that we well, have to say this, Kathy, <clears throat> the last few years with COVID, to say it's been difficult is probably an understatement. Yes. How, how, how it, does it feel now? I, you can't say we're over it, but we're coming out of the most intense part of it. What are the changes at Queen of the Rosary now that you see that's kind of opening up the environment? I, I would say the biggest change is that we're able to do more things. I think it took a huge toll on us not being able to have um, events at the school, mm-hmm. not being able to having our parents in the building. Um, it really did take a toll. And now that we're able to start having our volunteers come back in, start doing in-person events, we started a little bit last year, but um, that is probably the best thing that could have happened for us is that, you know, COVID is still there, here, it's probably here to stay, mm-hmm. but um, 
with the restrictions lifted, it's made a world of difference yeah. just in the short time. Oh, I bet. RJ, what kind of events are you instigating so that <laughs> <laughs> is that the, it sounds like that's the right word. <laughs> it is. Well, RJ's smiling over that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and just to go off of what Ms. McGinn had to say, I think our, our, our aside from the obvious of Catholic education and, and the great um, education, what, what Queen of the Rosary in a Catholic school brings to any community is community. So it's the chance of our families to stay connected and, and be close to each other um, in a way that you don't really get at the public schools. Um, lower numbers, easier to get to know people. Um, and really that's been our, our backbone of what I call our success. Uh, but this year, um, our Fall Fest um, is back in full, full fling, um, and we're combining with our parish to kind of make it a real big event, kind of a celebration. We started with our volleyball night um, for the parents to kind of get to know each other and come together and kind of celebrate their kids going back to school. Um, even as far as our, our Meet the Teacher night, which was virtual the last two years, um, moving forward, it's, it's pretty exciting to kind of get back into everybody coming together and really bringing the community back to life, so to speak. Now, Kathy, this is a question for both of you, Kathy and RJ. Why is Catholic school important to you? Now, of course, you can say, Kathy, I'm a principal in a Catholic school, <laughs> but you could go somewhere else and make more money than in Catholic school as a principal, which is a very difficult job as a leader of a, a Catholic faith community school. Uh, why is it important to you in your life? For me, it's just being able to share my faith with the students and the staff. But one thing that one of our former pastors had told us, Father Ed Pellrine, um, and he it really made an impact. And he said that you don't just go to a Catholic school to learn to be nice, but we encourage our students and faculty to build a relationship with God. And so that's always been in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. And how about for you, RJ? Why is it, you know, here you're spending big, big money for your children's education and Queen the Rosary. It's a great education, but why is it important to you? I think it's values. Um, I think uh, to instill a foundation with our kids to know that once they kind of get out into the real world, that... Um, they're grounded and they, they know where their faith lies and that'll kind of give them the strength to deal with whatever comes forward in the future. And, and not to mention, um, I do think there's a level of closeness that a student will receive from their teachers, seeing that it is much more of a, of a, an intimate setting where they might, they just feel connected to their teachers in a way that they can they feel comfortable in talking to them and, understanding i have a very what what was a very shy uh son that has really grown um into a very confident young man mainly i mean one of the the simple examples is when teachers or when they on tuesday mass you know the kids are encouraged to um do the readings and things like that and going from not wanting to stand up in public to volunteering to do these things and not only that volunteering in front of church during um one of the Catholic Schools Week's events and get up there and give a speech was uh, was outstanding. I mean, it really showed the growth and confidence in him uh, just from being in this setting. So very, very important to me. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think um, in a public school, 
he wouldn't have been able to have the confidence to kind of do that or, or build that. So that, that's very important. Now, as you both begin this year, uh, I'd probably ask both of you, what's the biggest challenge this year for each of you? I would say probably one of the challenges is, and it has to do with COVID, you know, the, with the restrictions lifted and that, different things that are going on, trying to bring some things back. Um, that is a challenge. We mm -hmm. see it, you know, COVID had a definite impact on students and working with that, trying to get everybody. Um, we came up with a theme, Father Dan and Father Louie, led a retreat for the teachers in August, and we came up with the um, Stronger Together. Oh, and so like that, that is our theme for the school year. And it really is something that we are focusing on. We, um, and I think it's a challenge just that we were so separated even in the school for the last couple of years where the teachers, you know, they were in their classrooms. Even the staff was, um, you know, we didn't eat in the teacher's lounge. We had our meetings virtually. So it's just that we're able to be together and to overcome the challenge of kind of working on your own and being back with the group. Right. Mark, take us to break. We will be, and we'll, RJ will get your response uh, when we come back from break. You. Catholic Schools Today on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Schools Today. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes and continue our conversation with Kathy McGinn, Principal Queen of the Rosary School, and we'll hear Rolando R.J. Gomez's, who's a parent and Catholic, the school board president, hear his comments about what the greatest challenge is as the head, as the leader of the school board over Queen of the Rosary. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me 
when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach, apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. the schools today on Catholic Chicago WNDZ 750 a.m. or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago or Catholic Schools today and you'll be able to see our beautiful faces on, on YouTube. <laughs> well at least your face Mark. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're too kind. Yeah maybe too, <laughs> maybe too kind. Anyway RJ so we have our guest Kathy McGinn principal Queen of the Rosary, Rolando R.J. Gomez, Parent School Board President. We heard Kathy's challenges before the break. Rolando, what are the challenges for you as the leader of the school board uh, and the leader in the parish? Um, what are your challenges this year? Maintaining and keeping our enrollment up, uh, specifically like with our preschool, um, trying to kind of reinvigorate that. I think overall um, it's more of a of a marketing challenge that we're looking at. Um, whereas before preschool really kind of carried itself. Um, and then once COVID hit, we had to restrict our numbers um, because of those restrictions, uh, kind of getting those families back in or the new families to, to know who we are and what we have to offer, which is really, in my opinion, unlike any other preschool around. Um, so that, that's probably our number one challenge. Um, so RJ, RJ, that, you know, you said that field, wasn't a jewel it's a jewel now so i'm yes. at, i'm at the jewel and i bump your cart and oh rj and i know you're from the neighborhood and i've got smaller kids what what's your elevator speech to me about uh, queen of the rosary why i should why my wife and i should consider uh so if you if I were to bump into you and I'd say I apologize, I thought maybe you know, bumping maybe, bumping cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, young kids. What age are they? You know, let's start a conversation. And what are you doing for preschool? Oh, we haven't decided yet. 
oh, well, have you considered Queen of the Rosary? Oh, well, I wasn't sure that they had a preschool. Like, oh, yeah, they have an awesome preschool program, three and four-year-olds, flexible schedule, two, uh, two or three or three or five days a week, half a full day. Um, but my favorite part about the school, having had two children that went through there, is that it's actually part of the school. It's not a, a preschool that's out on its own and then there's nothing. Um, the kids actually feel like they're in school and they participate in many of the school events. Um, they'll have hopefully buddies this year from older grades that will help, uh, which was one of the things that we lost during COVID. But, and, and I give the example that um, when we were looking for a preschool for my daughter, uh, we did the whole circuit. We visited pretty much every preschool. And once we got to go in and visit and sit in Mrs. McCarthy's uh, preschool class, we were blown away. We actually felt like they were in school and it wasn't daycare. Um, and to me, at that age, um, it was it, it was unbelievable. So my um, pitch to you is if, if you want your child uh, to feel like they're part of a bigger community, but also have the education um, of a preschool and not a daycare, and then Queen of the Rosary is for you. Now, it, when you said Miss McCarthy, it's not Mary Rose McCarthy, is it? It is Mary Rose McCarthy. Mary Rose McCarthy was... Taught you? No, Mary Rose McCarthy, <laughs> who's much younger. Mary Rose uh, and her brother Bobby lived right next door to my office okay. at St. Paul the Cross when I was a youth minister. Her mom was the cook at St. Paul the Cross. Yes. So I sang Mary Rose's wedding. I sang her mom's funeral, which wasn't too long ago. What a mm -hmm. wonderful young lady. Oh, she's like, she's she's happiness personified. Those kids are very lucky. That is a great story. So yeah. you did Mary Rose's sang wedding. the wedding and sang at her mom's funeral. And she lived next door to my office for the seven years that I was at St. Paul the Cross. Yeah. Give amazing. her my regards, would you please? Yeah, from Mark Teresi. Yeah. And it's, now, uh, for a second, Mary uh, Kathy, what are some of the events you have coming up that people should know about at Queen of the Rosary? Uh, some of the events that we have coming up, uh, Grandparent Day is coming up on Tuesday. We have not had it in several years, so we're really looking forward to it. It's an event that Father Dan, our pastor, asked What is Father me, Dan's last name? Fawachna. Okay, he's Father Dan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know Dan. <laughs> Tell him I say hi. All right, sure. I will. Um, he had come to me last in the spring when we started looking at different things, and he wanted to invite our grandparents to our weekly school mass. And so it kind of evolved from there. We had done some, you know, something similar several years ago and then couldn't do it because of COVID. And then the one year we had a snowstorm. Oh. So it's been um, probably four to five years since we've had it. So it's a day, it's just a kind of a morning where we will start off with preschool through eighth grade at mass and grandparents are invited. Parents are also invited to the mass. And then after mass, um, grandparents are welcome to come back to school to go in and see their children in their classrooms, their grandchildren. Our um, preschool program will have a presentation in the gym. We're going to have what's called our um, grandparent graffiti wall, actually a large piece of paper on the wall. We had done something similar to that at our um, curriculum night where parents were allowed, were able to leave messages for their children um, 
So when they came into school the next day, they would see the messages. So we thought grandparents could leave um, something similar on this graffiti wall so that as the students are going through the building, um, they can read messages. Maybe you, so we'll, was, go ahead. I'm, maybe you can have the preschoolers teach their grandparents how to use computers. <laughs> 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 That's where I am. And, and I had a quick yeah. question. Kathy, I'd be fascinated with your response because you were a teacher there, correct? I was. Mm -hmm. And then you became principal. So mm -hmm. the folks that you sat with as colleagues, as teachers, all of a sudden now you, you were their boss. Uh, how, how, how was that transition? Um, the tra you know, knowing that I knew the teachers, we've had a turnover in staff and that, but it was it was different. I mean, like you said, you come from being a colleague to then you're their boss, but like I said, we have a wonderful staff who's very cooperative and works very well together. And some of those same teachers, we have some long-standing teachers here. Mm -hmm. We have Mrs. Wassner who started here in the eighties and wow. Wow. she is still here teaching. So it's more than just a school. Yeah. It's kind of like a family yeah. and a community and, and doing that. So it was easy to work with the staff I had to transition from a teacher to principal. RJ, I have a question for you. You moved, you moved into um, Elk Grove Village with your family about 1980. You're so rooted in Catholicism. Were you baptized Catholic as a child and had, have always had such a strong faith in the Catholic tradition? I was, yes. Yeah, uh, baptized, communion. My wife was not. And she um, she was baptized at the same time that my daughter uh, did her second communion. Oh, beautiful! My uh, father had so um, that was a, a big moment for us as a family. Mm -hmm. So, and so you definitely. Uh, what's interesting is that um, your faith is so important to you. You're so connected into the school and the parish. I always tell people, it's a parish that happens to have a school not a school that happens to have a parish. Right. Would you be able to acquaint the rosaries and really combine the two with the school? The school is a very integral part of the faith community, the life of the parish. In just the last minute, Kathy, give us a website and phone number. People can learn more about Queen of the Rosary in Elk Grove Village. Our website is www.qrschool.org. One more time. And our phone number, www.qrschool.org school.org. Okay. And the phone number? 847-437-3322. One more time. 847-437-3322. Any closing comments there, Mark? Well, that your theme this year is Stronger <laughs> Together, which I think is a beautiful theme. And my observation just from listening to both of you is that you both work well together, which is key to success for the school. Exactly. And uh, Kathy, any last closing comments to brag about Queen of the Rosary and Elk Grove Village? Queen of the Rosary is a wonderful school. And, you know, having families like RJ, who has given so much of his time and devoted to our school, we couldn't do it without the parents, our board members, and our school families that they are what make us who we are. And RJ, any closing comments before we close the program this morning? Um, only that um, 
aside from the obvious, again, from being Catholic and, and a great education, what makes Queen of the Rosary School what it is, is our community, um, community of parents, our staff, wonderful staff, Ms. McGinn, um, Father Dan, Father Louie, um, but our volunteers, um, you know, everybody that's on school board with me, uh, everybody that, that has our parent club, um, everybody that contributes to, to really make uh, our experience for our students what it is. Um, I think that's what it's all about. Um, when we think of church, we think of community, and I think Queen of the Rosary exemplifies that to the highest highest level. And the last closing question, RJ, totally off the subject. Did you play sports <laughs> in high school? I'm sorry, did I? Did you play sports? Um, just very briefly, freshman year, high school. Football? Uh, yes. <laughs> it just, what a guess. And it, uh, well, I want to thank in a very, very special way this morning, Kathy McGinn, the principal at Queen of the Rosary in Oak Grove Village Grammar School, and Rolando R.J. Gomez, parent and school board president at Queen of the Rosary again in Elk Grove Village. Uh, Kathy and R.J., you've been tremendous guests. You really exemplify what Catholic education and faith is all about. So thank you very much for joining us on the program today. Special thanks to co-host Mark Teresi here on Catholic Schools Today. Thank you, Mark. Great to be with you. Great work of our producer engineers, which would be um, Michael May, Javier Garcia, and also uh, have a good day. And you think we're stronger together? And and Jasmine Kiddos, (laughs) the overall producer of the program. Bye-bye.